Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Our Last Leg Podcast. You got me, Nikki G, and my co-host, Johnny G. Hey, welcome back, you guys. I am very happy to be here. I'm sorry we missed last week. Uh, you know, yeah. we'd, be, we'd be working and shit. It sucks, but uh, you got to do what you got to do. You yeah. got to pay the bills. And I will say, since we didn't get to make that episode last week, we still want to wish you all a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year when we put this out. So again, uh, as we said, we apologize for missing that last episode, but we we were just occupied. I'm sure you guys were. I really hope you guys did cash on Christmas because, man, NFL for touchdowns were the go-to, and I'm sure you probably already saw it. If you guys are watching our video, you probably follow an account called BR Betting, and we saw a dude smack half a milli, half a milli. It was ridiculous. Five dollars, bro. Five dollars. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's your average person right there. No one like you know betting grands, five hundred dollars a part right. like that. This is like your average person like us who like dream to hit a party like this. I, I'm so happy for that guy. Truly, truly am. But that's all I have to say for that part. Yeah, I mean, congratulations to him. Uh, that's fucking awesome. But for us, <laughs> it's time for us to make some money. It's our turn, okay? Yes, sir. Again, welcome back. It's week 17. I am so sad that the year is coming to an end mm-hmm. because that means the football season is coming to an end. So that means we got to make our bets, you know? You might think, maybe I shouldn't make a bet this week. You're going to fucking regret it in April. I can tell you that <laughs> right now. So, I think we're going to go ahead and dive into it. You cool with that? Hell yeah. Bring Let's it to fucking us. fucking do it. So, the first game we're going to, we have got New York Jets going to the doghouse. They're going to the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Jets versus the Browns. Jets are not favored. The Browns are by seven and a half points, over under sitting at 34 and a half. Now, I'll tell you right now, I like that number. I do, too. Um, I do Jets too. have scored uh, in their last three games. Out of their last three games and two of those, they put up at least 30 points. Yes, sir. And Brees Hall, Brees Hall is the only fucking reason. Um, that guy is a fucking stud. So glad I picked him up this year. <laughs> um, so the Browns are sitting at 10-5, and five, which is, I think that kind of blew everybody's mind, to be honest. Um, the other thing is going to be that the Jets are only six and nine. They're out of the playoffs. I mean, that's a fact. Yeah. So, but the Browns are fighting to still get in, right? Right now, Do they have the a Browns chance? are fighting for the number one seed in the AFC. Oh, okay. So the three contenders for the number one seed in the AFC sit right now: Ravens, Dolphins, Browns. Isn't that fucking crazy? I don't think yeah. anybody saw that coming. No, I don't. Year. No, I, I wouldn't have. Now, Ravens and, and Dolphins, yeah. No, without a shadow of a yes, doubt. But yes. the Browns, I wouldn't have put in that picture. Not, I mean, not it, yet. Not I, I, I would have thought, you know, Chiefs, Bills up there at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the year. Especially, think, like, with with them losing, uh, Deshaun Watson. And, uh-huh. and uh, I forgot the other uh, running back. Oh, uh, Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. After that, really after that, and that fucked me in fantasy. But really after that loss, I really thought the Cleveland Browns were just going to struggle the entire season. Yeah. Uh, I'll say Joe Flacco, then bringing him in. Granted, he has been throwing, <laughs> I think he's averaging two interceptions a game. But the dude pulls it off, and he's throwing numbers. And if you guys saw Amari Cooper pop the fuck off and broke a record, too, for the yeah. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. So, FYI. Um. So, if the Browns, you know, they're, they're going to the playoffs. You know, I mean, that's exactly how it's looking. This would be the second time in 21 years that the Browns make it to the playoffs. Only I didn't know that twice in the last two decades. That's fucking terrible. But by God, <laughs> you got Joe motherfucking Flacco in there. Joe Flacco is a fucking monster. Yeah, bro. Um, 
Flacco, you know, he played for the Jets for like the last three years. Yeah. So, and then they cut him. He became a free agent. That's going to be a cool game just because of that reason. Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be a cool game. I forgot about that. And he's been playing lights out football. You got to think, Flacco led the Ravens to a Super Bowl and he won MVP with the fucking Ravens in that Super Bowl. Uh, Flacco was once in upon a time one of the greatest fucking quarterbacks in the NFL. I know it's hard to believe <laughs> that man's 38 years old out there slanging it for 300 fucking yards. Get out of town, dude. Um, he was, you know, on the jets for a long time, mm-hmm. 38 years old MVP in the super bowl. He's an absolute fucking monster. And it doesn't hurt whenever you've got, in my opinion, and people sleep on him, a top five route runner in the NFL. Yeah. I've said this for a very long you have, time. Yeah. Amari Cooper is so fucking underrated and underused. Guess who found out who's, who's good? Who? Guess who found out that Amari Cooper is actually good? Joe Flacco. Joe fucking Flacco. Um, Amari Cooper in the last three games, or no, I'm sorry, in the last two. Can you guess how many receiving yards he has? In the last two games? Yeah. Well, last week, I believe he put up a roughly over 200. Yeah. One before that, I'll say 100. I'm going to go on a random dart and say 350 yards. 374. Oh, you were so fucking close. close. You're a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> um, so now let's get to the Jets. We know the Browns look good. Yep. Um, so the Jets are going to be, you know, they're a clear underdog in Absolutely. this game. Absolutely. Um, in my opinion, the Jets have to put up another 30-point game. And the Browns need to also win this game in general. Again, like you said, yes, most definitely. Playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the Browns are sitting at ten and five, and then what are these Chiefs at? You keep going. Uh, yeah, Chiefs are I think nine and eight right now, or nine and seven. Uh, but anyways, you know the Jet, they have to put up thirty points. Well, they have to. You know they've done it in two of the last three games. That's not an option for them, and they they only have Brees Hall. To think for all this, you know, Damn. that guy played lights out last week. He had 95 receiving yards for 12 catches, 96 rushing yards, two touchdowns. The man went absolutely the fuck off. And the Browns defense is playing good ball as well. But the Jack, the, the Jets have kind of lacked in luster on their defense because we were all loving this Jets defense for a long time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They're still good. But when you let the commanders, you know, make a comeback like that on you. It's it, you question the eliteness of that defense, you know. Um, Brees Hall has to have another big game for for the Jets to even have a chance at spoiling the Browns, uh, you know, playoff berth. Because if the Browns win, they clinch their playoff berth with this game. Are the Browns pretty good on the running defense side? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got Miles Garrett leading that front. They're one of the best defenses in the NFL. Do so you think opinion. they'll be able to put up a? fight against Brees Hall. I think so, but I mean, when that's your only weapon, I mean, Miles who's Miles Garrett going to go after? You yeah. can't go after both of them, you know, and I guarantee they're pl- they're making their game plan around. So it. that's probably why the line sits at minus seven and a half. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, the Jets are going to put up points, but the Browns are going to have to put up points too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Brees Hall, he has to have another big game to keep this close, but give me the former Super Bowl MVP to win this game. Um, Browns minus four and a half, and over 34 and a half, um, that's what I am taking because, the, I mean, that's the line right there. Yeah. You're telling me that you're you're not going to take 34 and a half? The Jets have been playing fucking great football. And they got nothing left to lose but to spoil other people's, you know, uh, like their, their playoff berths and stuff like that. I mean, that's all they have left to do. And that's their only hope is just to go out there and fuck some teams up. And while you were saying that, too, like, he's right because I didn't even realize until now, bro, you— 
you weren't you hit it on the dart. The Browns have more dubs than the Kansas City Chiefs. I just checked while he was mm-hmm. explaining to you guys. The Chiefs are sitting at at nine and six, and the Browns are at ten and five. So if that's the case, and I can honestly see them pulling out eleven and five after this game, they're gonna win no matter what. Now at the range of where they win, I still agree with the minus four and a half. Yeah. So um, I'll say the minus seven and a half is a bit of a stretch, just because I'm a I'm a very big advocate for those people who try to take a plus tutty. Uh, I'll I say, love underdogs. I'm saying one of those people. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt. But this one, I don't think you should really touch it no matter what because I'm not. I'm not. But the one that I will touch, I really love that over, bro. I really do. Yeah. I mean, uh, that feels like a lock to me. Yeah, absolutely. Granted, it, we might see another interception by Flacco, but we may not. I won't say bet it. If you do, I don't blame you, though. But I am going to either take, as far as a straight bet, either Amari Cooper, anytime touchdown, or Najaku, Najaku, uh, uh-huh. tight end. Uh, that dude's been David and Joe dogging. Too. That dude's been dogging. He's on my fantasy, and he's been putting up numbers. So if you want to take his yards or an anytime touchdown, I really don't blame you. But if this, granted, even if so, this line is that low, I can see two touchdowns coming from the Cleveland Browns alone. So I will probably tell you on that on minus four and a half with the over. Okay, I love it. I really, I genuinely do. And that sits on a Thursday night football. So. This is, I'm not going to say it's one of the most ecstatic type of Thursday night football and primetime games you get, but who's here to make it that ecstatic for you? My boy with his Nikki G SGP. <laughs> Throw it to us. Um, I know you're cooking it. I just also want everybody, which is one more thing. Uh, Zach Wilson is not starting. It is Trevor Seaman, just so everybody's oh, clear that. on that. I, everybody's I that. clear. Yeah. Zach Wilson is not starting this game. So that's another oh, so thing you got to take into reason. account. Okay. Um, so with that being said... I'm going to go ahead and give this to you real quick because it's an absolute lock. Flock Let's hear it. Over 232. Um, the connection between him and Amari Cooper has just been flawless, you know, and I expect that to continue to roll over. Sauce Gardner can do whatever he wants, but he does not know how to cover an OG route runner. Okay, Sauce Gardner will catch you whenever you're trying to cut up a flat say that. or something say that. like that, but... Not against Amari Cooper. And to tag on that before you go on your second leg, this dude has broken that line all four games that he has started. 254, 311, 374, 368. At least two touchdowns a game. Take that for a note if you want to make your parlays. And he also threw an interception in each of those games, unfortunately, but he still pulled out the dub on three out of the four, I believe. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're <laughs> you you think he's going to go under? Like, you're, you're crazy. 232? That feels like a gimme. Okay, with that being said, go ahead and give me Brees Hall over 46 and a half rushing yards. And I'm taking that simply because Siemens starting. You know, their their gameplay is going to be based around quick dumps to Garrett Wilson, quick dumps to the tight end, dumps and runs to Brees Hall. Um, Brees Hall over 46 and a half. Amari Cooper, his line is at 58 and a half yards. That feels disrespectful for disrespectful for the last two games he's had. Uh, I've got him over 58 and a half. I think Brees, give me Brees Hall over 31 and a half receiving yards. That That's going to be nothing more than screen dumps and out in the flat. And he's he had 12 catches last game. You know, I mean, he can get that done in four catches. Yep. So that puts you at plus 728. I'm putting two units on it because Woo! we're getting close <laughs> to the end of the year. And I am locking it in right now. And as he 15. does that. It also falls, again, we say it every single time, he throws his Nikki G SGP. It's on Thursday night primetime football. If you're following us on FanDuel, 
it is a no sweat bet every primetime game. So that sits at what odds? Uh, 728. Then it's a no sweat no matter what. If you hit, banger. If you don't hit, you get your money back, guys. I will say the only pick out of the four, I support the whole thing. The only one I'm feeling iffy is the Bryce Hall one. Yes, he's going to be running it all the time. They have no choice but to because all they got is what the quarterback of Seaman. But if you could all if you could take that out and still take him in one prop, I do like him more for his rushing attempts. Be- That's a good be- bet because of that reason. Unfortunately, Fando, you can't parlay that on a same game parlay plus straight up though. Exactly. But if you take it as a straight up, I imagine that it should hit because of that reason alone. I don't know what the fuck my mic's doing here, <laughs> but. <laughs> He's going to be running at the ball most of the game. Um, and, and they're not going to let the quarterback for the Jets, Seaman, r- throw it that much until Brees Hall probably has to opt out a bit to let the backup running back in. So yes. rather than getting 46 yeah, their backup is Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Which and, I mean, it, yeah, which isn't a bad option, frankly. Frankly. So I, I don't blame you for taking if, – if, if the odds make sense for Brees Hall for 25 – I maybe maybe twenty five or just taking for forty. I mean, you're asking for ten rushing yards yeah. a quarter. That, that feels if, you, if, you get, if this dude gets one hole, one hole on that defensive line, yeah, he's line, getting it. He's he's, getting he's going far enough to get to that line throughout the entirety of the game. But that's my only take for it. But I love the parlay tail that I will too. That's my only take. Hope you guys take that into consideration. What is the next game you wanna touch on? This is uh, one that I know John was actually looking forward to. We're going to go ahead and do the Lions and Cowboys. Cowboys sitting favored at minus six. Over-unders at 53 and a half. Mm. This is the highest over-under of week 17. Um, Cowboys sitting at 10 and five, coming off of a loss to the Dolphins on the road, 22 to 20. Uh, Lions are sitting at 11 and four, coming off of a win against the Vikings, 30 and 24. That's a great divisional win right there. It is. And with that win, they clinched the number one seed in the NFC North. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say this: the Lions are great on the road. They're six and two right now on the road, but them boys are undefeated at home. So, so from my understanding, based off of everyone going off on it, because I, I was one of those people that are pretty happy about the Lions winning their last game. They won the division. But they didn't win the whole NFC Correct. conference, right? Correct. Okay. They still have a chance, though. Okay. Okay. Continue. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Cowboys. Yeah. So they won seven. They're seven and zero at home this year. But guess what? They're fifteen and zero on a streak right now at home. They haven't Damn. lost the last fifteen times they've played at fucking Jerry World. Is it a fifteen and one or a sixteen and zero game? Let's hear it. Oh, let's, let's get through what a couple they, things. Yeah, first. Yes, sir. Let's hear uh, it. I want to hear it. You know, uh, both these teams still have a lot to fight for. Even though they're both in the playoffs already, they still got a lot to fight for because the Cowboys mm-hmm. have a chance to win the mm-hmm. NFC East with the Flock Nation steamrolling them 49ers. Go, Flock, go. Uh, but the Lions still have a shot at the number one overall seed in the NFC because of the 49ers losing. Okay. Um, if you can pull up the Lions record, never mind. I've got it sitting right. Yeah, they're 11, 11, and, they're four. 11 and four. Yep. Yeah. So the NFC is it's a foot race right now for the uh to get the first round by and the home home field advantage. And they got two games to prove it. Exactly. Um and this is gonna be a tough one. They're gonna have to show out. Um like I said, they they still have a chance to fight for the NFC, but the Cowboys, they've lost their last two games. Granted, they were on the road. They played yeah. the Bills, they played the Dolphins, but in my eyes, the Lions are just as good as the Bills and Dolphins. 
when they are playing their best football. Yes. We have seen them lose in terrible fashion, but normally it's to a divisional team, which isn't too big of a deal because you expect those. But oh. I, to, I don't mean to cut in. No, but, no, you're good. Let's but, hear it. But, but but with that record being a big talk talking point in this um, take, for, for example, yeah, he said that they haven't lost much at home. But listen to the teams that I'm about to name off that they have beat at home. They beat the Eagles. That was probably the best one. They beat the Seahawks. That was a bit of a struggle. They beat the Commanders. They beat the Giants. Keep they it. beat the Rams. Let's keep fearing it. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Jets again. And they beat the Raiders. And then they beat the Jags. So, and that was the preseason for the last two. What what what's the only team on that list that's comparable to the Lions? To the Lions? Yes. Uh, out of their wins. Out of their wins at home. Who's the only team on there that's comparable? And I'll tell you right now, there's only one team, and it was the first team you said. The Eagles. The Eagles, <laughs> correct. And they beat yeah. them. And I, I think the Eagles are a more well-rounded team than the Lions right now. Not wrong. Not wrong. So, it, it's I a tough know, one. It, it's, it, this is going to be a great game. Because they've been putting nothing but positive things that make me, and I'm sure you guys, look at the lineup for the Lions whether it's Amar St. Brown or, or Jamar Gibbs or even David Montgomery putting yeah. up yardage. So, like, the yardage is truly coming from the Detroit Lions. I won't say much from Jared Goff's end. Um, the one thing I could say about Jared Goff is when it is. It's a lot of yak yards like, after catch. And it's, what you, exactly, and it's what you would say when Jared Goff can get the O-line running as far as the running backs go, he chokes. I will say Dak is probably a little bit notorious for that regard, too, because he is. We've seen Yeah, him. most definitely. So if one of these quarterbacks start to realize that their O-line, as far as them defending them, or the running backs can't get a move, whether that's Pollard, David Montgomery, Jamar Gibbs, <laughs> etc., it's up to them to make those plays. And if they can't get it done, one of these two QBs are going to throw an interception, which yeah. the only one yeah. I could say right now, based off of the defense of how great the Cowboys are playing— I want to throw my one pick so far until you finish at least because I already had this pick in mind is Jared Goff to throw an interception against yeah, the fucking Cowboys. I knew that was coming. I knew he was going to say that one. It is. But that's not a bad bet because I agree with that as well, and I think it's going to be detrimental to him too. Yep. And with that being said, I think that one interception very well could be the game changer because I think it'll happen in Lions territory. Cowboys will get an easy score out of yep, it. Yep, yep. I hate to fucking say it. Give me the Cowboys minus five and a half and over 50 and a half. Cowboys can put up 30 points at home. No fucking problem. I think this comes down to a two score game. I like about 34, 24, um, give or take. It could be 30, 21. Um, Lions will fight for it at the end, but they're just not going to be able to put it up. Do you ever at- get any sort of skepticalness when we, every time we try to take the over on big teams like Kansas City Dolphins Eagles when they face each other Miami Dolphins if I were to say that it's always the under though have you noticed that every time we try to yeah pick, and it's the games where we least expect it is when it hits the over but it's all the teams that we thought from last year you know we're like oh you know Chiefs will bounce back this week Bills will bounce back this yeah week. we were just wrong on every single one of those that week but I mean these are two high-flying teams right here they both put up a lot of fucking points Cowboys will put up 30 at home by themselves maybe the fact that they're we're nearing the end of the season they have one something to prove two correct. they have something to win correct so maybe in that regard that you can they will not just us as far as us talking to you guys but they have that motive on the field those both play it. a huge factor yeah so maybe you're right maybe you're right so if you want to take any sort of touchdowns it's gonna be a matter of who's gonna make them but 
I, I guess I'm not really wrong as far as uh, disagreeing with you on the over because I do like the over. I'm just not used to or being comfortable with choosing any sort of overs over the past of 50. But this one, the way you're talking about it, I think this one might actually be one of those. I get that. I mean, it, the, the logic respectfully, out. Yeah. <laughs> respectfully. So who are you taking? Spread sits at Cowboys minus six, over under 53 and a half. What do you I, like? I personally like... The if if I can find something to parlay with it, I'm gonna take the Cowboys money line and what other okay. player prop I throw in there, I'll throw it in there. But out of the gate, I think the the money line and who wins and comes out a winner in this game is gonna be the Cowboys. Okay, I agree. I agree. Right. Um, let's go ahead and move on to my personal favorite. I, I can take a fucking whack of game of the week. I'll let you guess. I'm gonna take a whack. And say the Miami Dolphins against the Baltimore Ravens? You're goddamn oh fucking God. right. Flock Nation fly. Ravens are coming off of a huge win against the 49ers, 33-12. to 12. They're sitting with a 12-3 and three record, running away with the AFC. But hold on, Dolphins are right behind them. Dolphins coming off of a win where they barely squeaked by the Cowboys, 22-20 to 20 at home, and they're sitting at 11-4. and four. You already know who I'm picking, but we're going to wait until the <laughs> end to announce that. Um, Dolphins, again, they barely beat the fucking Cowboys. And guess what? That is their only yeah. win the entire season against a team with a winning record. Interesting. Let that sink in. We all thought these cow or these dolphins were high flying. I couldn't believe when I found this stat. I'm like, there's no fucking way. And then I go back and read, yeah, this is their only win against a team with a winning record. Mm-hmm. And they barely beat them. They beat them. They had to beat them on the last second field goal. And right now, I think the Ravens are a better team that than was the Cowboys. Tough. That was tough. And watch. the Dolphins are going to be on the road. They're going to M&T Bank Stadium. I mean, the flock don't fucking play around <laughs> there. Um, but uh, if the Ravens win this game, they, they're guaranteed home field advantage. Okay. And they get the number one seed in the AFC. And they get the first round by. The Ravens have to win this fucking game. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Let's hear it. If, theoretically, Ravens win this game, okay? Okay. They're number one seed. Does Lamar deserve MVP? I'm going to give you a one thousand percent yes. Okay. (laughs) Because the way, way, uh, again, I think if I might recall, correct me if I'm wrong, the two candidates at the very top of this category of who could win MVP this season is Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson. Wrong. Wrong? Wrong. Okay, who are the Just top because. Two? So basically, it was sitting in between Lamar and Brock. And then Brock threw four fucking interceptions to right. the Ravens. And that solidified him to not be allowed to get the MVP. I think his odds are like plus 5,000 right now. You'll never guess who's second, and it is well fucking deserved. I'm going to take a dart and throw Tua. No. Really? McCaffrey, well fucking deserved to be in oh, second yeah, place. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Very yeah. well deserved. Oh, I thought we were going to say QBs. Because that's another another conversation that I have out outside of this podcast with my friends and coworkers. People believe, and myself, I'm sure you two, all of you do as well, we always try to picture MVPs being the quarterbacks. And it gets boring. And it, it really does. It really, really does. So I think for the regard of saying that it can finally be someone outside of quarterbacks, why wouldn't we want someone different? Whether that's a wide receiver like Tyreek Hill or a running back like McCaffrey. And frankly, 
the face of the 49ers, if you see the beginning of those games, those icons, how you ever see, it's Brock Purdy and the 49ers against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Right. For example, you don't even see Brock Purdy on the picture. You see McCaffrey, and he's on commercials. Like, this this dude is the face of the 49ers. Yeah, they have weapons. Like, um, help me out here. Shit. Uh, Devo, Devo Samuel, Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, no, George, George Kittle. Kittle. Uh, okay. Use check. Thank you. That's four right uh, there. McCaffrey. So, he already named out five. And I'm going to name off those four or five before I even get to Brock Purdy. Exactly. So, you're going to tell exactly. me that Brock Purdy should be the MVP? He makes, excuse me, the... O-line, as far as receivers and running backs, such as McCaffrey, make Brock Purdy look good just as much as Dak Prescott makes the other wide receivers himself and Pollard look just as good. So I would have said maybe Dak Prescott probably up there because I think based off of statistics, he should definitely be a well candidate. I think he's fourth, and I did take him on a futures bet, and that was a couple weeks ago whenever they beat the Eagles. I wouldn't blame you. Um, But... So, just for anybody that's out there questioning, it should it be Brock Purdy or Lamar? Would the 49ers be better with Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson under the gun? Ask yourself that question. You already know the answer. It's Lamar. It's number eight. Yeah. Like, that's not even a fucking question. Could you imagine the 49ers with Lamar Jackson? Oh, my God. I can see a three-peat. Three-peat. Like, there's no question. There's no question. So, if Lamar can make this happen, if he can beat the Dolphins this week, I think that solidifies his position in the MVP. Um, Ravens have covered in eight of the nine last games. They've played against teams with a winning record. Do you think if so? We saw that this that is great Bowl, to though? know. That what is great to know about the spread. Do you think that could have been a preview of a potential Super Bowl? I think I think that it is the preview of the potential Super Bowl because I also took a futures bet for the Super Bowl to be the Ravens and the 49ers. Oh man, um, I the the 49ers are damn near untouchable when they play the NFC. Um, but these are the two top teams in the AFC. Ravens number one, Finns at two. Um, these Dolphins aren't the same ones that we saw, you know, week two or week three when they're putting up 70 fucking points. It's like yeah. it's like they're sputtering a little bit, and they have been all season. Um, they're gonna have to break out that same fucking offense if they want to beat Lamar and company. And I I I'm wholeheartedly a believer in that. But, you know, uh it's almost like like they, they they don't have their foot on the fucking gas. Um, the Dolphins are going to need to be refueled and ready to fucking roll if they want to win at M&T Bank Stadium. Um, have the Ravens clinched the AFC yet? No. They haven't? No. So right. if they win against the Dolphins, will they? Correct. So they need to win this game, like you said. Correct. Now, if the Dolphins oh. win, they still have to win one more game in the AFC and hope that, that the Baltimore Ravens lose the next one. Correct. Oh now, if they God. come down to a tie, the Dolphins. W- if the Dolphins win and they come down to a tie on record, Dolphins win because the Dolphins would win this game and that would be the tiebreaker, and the Dolphins would get the first seed oh, okay. and the first round by and the home field advantage in the second. So round. they needed to bang on the Ravens to either lose the next game, not the ones coming up against them, but the following or tie. Yes. 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 Hmm. So okay. Okay, that actually, as far if 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 you're a Dolphins fan, you do have a slight hope in that regard. But the only I'm, I don't I don't mean to be the bear of bad news, but the play the team that the Ravens have to play after the Dolphins is the fucking Steelers. You're telling me that the Ravens can't beat the Steelers? Divisional, 
Don't, don't, don't. The sign ain't up there yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, right there. I would have just hit right. that. Beep, uh, beep, 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 beep. You're right. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. So d- I'm just going to give you one more little tidbit. One more little tidbit. And I found this very interesting. Uh, Miami and Baltimore. Last year they played in September. Um, guess what? What's up? Miami won 42 to 38 and covered as three point underdogs. Um, this was without Tyreek. But I also think that that was the Ravens had a couple players out as well. Um, so with that being said, the last time they played, there was over a total of, of over a thousand yards in offense. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm looking at the right now. Previous matchup, 42-38 Miami. Yeah. So um, if you want to take anything, go fucking hammer some player props. Um, I don't know who it's going to be yet. The lines aren't out for us yet. Advocate for player props. That's the fucking way that I would Hell go. Yeah. But yeah. with this game, um, I think the Ravens continue to soar. Go ahead and give me the Ravens money line and easily over 46 and a half points. I 100% agree with the over and 46. Stop and a half it. Points. Stop it. Bro. Stop it. They both have a motive to win the game. Like, and not even just the game. They're, they're winning to, tr- to try to aim for that first seed in the conference they have an absolute motive they are in the final two games where it matters more than anything they can't attempt to pull these upsets so i i do see where you're coming from they barely beat the cowboys and they barely beat the calvins but oh i'm not that's the only team they beat with a winning record bro i'm not saying that the (laughs) are gonna win i'm just saying if you're taking if you're bringing up a point of where they had the most biggest probably offense of NFL history last year on September 18th to be exact. And Miami won and it broke 80 points. They were in Baltimore too. Yeah. And oh, I didn't even know that part, but again, with the player props, I love it. I do. I'm not going to touch the money line. I can't even choose. I want to choose and I can't even choose. These two sides are absolutely immaculate. The only ups, the only thing I think that probably would have deterred me from choosing the Dolphins. Again, I'm not choosing them. But <laughs> if this gentleman was still on the Ravens, I don't think I would have any sort of shadow of a doubt that I would have to choose the Ravens. The fact that the tight end for the Ravens. The one before he got hurt? Oh, Mark Andrews. Thank you. Mark Andrews got hurt. Isaiah Likely's been doing Isaiah great. Likely is a banging tight end. Lamar, that's his favorite target. Exactly my point. So when he brought up player props, I already started to look. I didn't even think we were going to get these lines, guys. But the fact that we already are, I'm looking at them. They only give you four on FanDuel. I'm seeing Isaiah Likely at 40 and a half. You're telling me this dude is not going to break 40 yards? That like that Who's covering is, him? Like... I don't even know, and I don't even exactly. give a fuck. I don't exactly. care. Like, this dude's going to be banger. He's going to probably get three or four touches, probably 15 or 12 each of these, so he'll get there. If you want to feel a little more reassured, take him 25, who will break their line because he just loves being the spotlight of the damn oh, team. Don't say it. I don't want to say it, but he's probably going to hit his line. I'm going to have to go with OBJ. He fucked me so he, hard. I, he always usually does, but it's always a time where you don't think he should. But this is one of those times he I has really to show am, out. He has to show out and take that spotlight. Okay. So that brings me to my pick of taking OBJ for 32 and a half straight up. He's going to hit the line if you feel, if you want to disagree with me. I wouldn't take his receptions because the fact is when he only gets catches, 
they're lengthy, lengthy passes. Yes. So correct. you're better off taking the yards. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, do not touch the receptions. He will break 32 and a half fucking yards. And if you don't like the 32 and a half, the 25 yards is going to be, I guarantee, still less than minus 200. Or could you agree guarantee. with me then, if you want to take that, because I love it where you're going with that, could you, and be honest, take OBJ 25 receiving. passing yards, excuse me, receiving yeah. yards, and likely as a parlay for a two-leg parlay, Likely an OBJ for 25 receiving yards. Yeah. I mean, that should damn near be even money. Hell yeah. Because they're not, I think another thing to consider. Might be plus money. My last part, Lamar Jackson, we are at the final two games before they hit the playoffs. I think as soon as they win this game, he's going to be pulling back on the rushing end against the Pittsburgh Steelers because he they don't want him to get hurt. They can't afford him to get hurt. If he Correct. does, those playoffs dreams are gone. So this will probably be Lamar Jackson's last time to show out. I don't think that he's going to be running that much this game i don't think so um so he's gonna have to rely more on his throwing arm on this end zay flowers obj bateman and likely it's gonna be these four who are gonna have to go off okay What's so up? uh I, we're, I think we're both done with that game um <laughs> him and i sorry, sorry. we made it to I'm the uh it. championship of oh, our fantasy yeah. league against one another i'll cheers you to that hell buddy. yeah uh May the best man win. You have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, just so you know, 60% of all ESPN rosters that have Christian McCaffrey made it to the final week. Fuck yeah. Literally the fucking back. I didn't know that. But uh, I, the thing that's got me thinking is they might rest Lamar next week mm -hmm. if they win this game. And Lamar's my quarterback. So I'm stressing a little bit right now. <laughs> but, but also McCaffrey, too. He like Again, why, why would you want to risk to get one of... Star running back. They have the to win this week. Exactly. Though. So after this one, I think we could both could have our back. star players missing. And I'm looking at that too. And but I will be. And I'm sure. <laughs> I hope you guys had this guy on your league team, fantasy football team last week. I had Amari Cooper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This dude, if you had him on your team, he put lucky up as fuck. Fifty-one fantasy points. Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. I thought 46 was a lot for McCaffrey last week. Until I saw that. <laughs> then I saw that. And I'm like, no, McCaffrey's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm glad to be up here. I called it uh, the last episode. Obviously, again, that was two weeks ago, but I'm happy. I wouldn't have been more than happy to be on the finals against my boy here. It's going to be one of us regardless. Love you. But uh, hopefully, I take the dub. But hey, We'll, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see we'll put, how it goes. We'll put it up here. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on, on our rosters. I'll put it right here on the screen. If you're liking uh, Nikki G's team or mine, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I really am, regardless of the fact I'm going to be happy with either of us winning. There wouldn't be anyone else I'd rather lose to. I, I, I agree. That, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. I'll give you nuggets. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's bring us to the last game, and then we're going to do something special. Uh, we're going to start picking every single team to win okay like at that. the like end that. of our episodes okay so our last game is going to be the raiders going to lucas oil raiders at the colts colts are sitting at three and a half favorites over unders at 43 and a half them blue them boys in blue they're sitting at eight and seven coming off of a fucking atrocious loss in atlanta looked like them boys might have went to magic city the night before the way they fucking played um atlanta won 29 to 10 uh, the Raiders are sitting mm. at seven and eight, coming off of a huge divisional win against the fucking Chiefs. Yeah, uh, they beat them twenty to fourteen. Colts scored a total of seven points in the first half against the Falcons. Yeah, and bro. three points in the second so half. So salty. That shit was embarrassing. That was awful football. I ended up turning the game off because I knew I, I know the Colts are better than that. I know they know how to play better football, and it pissed me off that they didn't. Um, 
I mean, granted, we were missing Zach Moss. We were missing MPJ. But it doesn't matter because you need to be able to have... But we brought good, back JT. You would have thought. I mean, he can't carry the whole load, though. Yeah, but... The game plan doesn't revolve around him anymore. And I agree, he shouldn't be. But wouldn't you have thought... And I watched the whole game. I didn't even turn off as shitty as I was. I uh, They were one of the only teams out of my three-leg parlay that I had that fucked me. I really thought that the Colts would be able to cover... At least... Four points. I didn't even take the money line. I took him at four. Because going into halftime, it was 13-7. And we're like, okay, yeah. you know, this this is doable. Yeah, absolutely. Because we've seen him come back from 0-13 from the game prior, I think. Or 0-10 against Steelers, I think it was. And I actually went to a restaurant and watched the rest of the game. And we started murking. Whoever the backup running back for Zach Moss and JT. It's Sermon and uh, what, say Mont- one of those Montgomery. two. That dude was doing fucking awesome. Once Moss went out. Yeah. Yeah, he, dude, did. he, he was played great. They both played great football. Yeah. Great football. And then I don't know what they they knew that we didn't have Moss. And they knew if they shut down our backs, then, oh, that they, then we didn't have any bro. game at all. Because we're dependent on Alec Pierce and Josh Downs. You can't break their routes yet. They still have a lot to learn. Um Minshew only went 20 for 37 for 200. He's got to get it together or else this Raiders defense is going to send him to another fucking dimension. <laughs> um, they had two pick sixes for uh, on against the Chiefs. That defense or not, maybe not. I know they had one pick six, but the defense scored twice. The Raiders? For, yes. So here's a couple tidbits for you. Aiden O'Connell, you want to hear a cra- some crazy shit? I can hear more than crazy shit about that, dude. Go ahead. He threw 62 yards in the first quarter. That's that's not bad. Oh, I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Guess what he threw for in the second? Zero. Third. Zero. Fourth. Zero. And they won the fucking ball game. <laughs> that Raiders defense is not a fucking joke right now. Max Crosby at the helm. What a f- crazy-ass motherfucker, dude. I love him. It, it sucks that he's going to lose Defensive Player of the Year to Miles Garrett more than likely, but I think he deserves it. I think he's the backbone of that fucking Raiders defense. Um, but if the if the Colts want to win this game, we need Minshew Mania back. We need Prime JT28 back. We need MPJ out there yeah. balling. That is how we win this game. And if, if we don't have them, all three of them working at that exact Caliber. You know, caliber. Yep. Then we're not going to get it. Uh, that's a fact. You know, Crosby's a fucking dog. Yeah. It's it's a shame that Quentin Nelson can't block it. And there's that'd be four bad block. injuries in this entire game as far as stars players goes. Josh Jacobs is out on the Raiders. Max Crosby's out on the Raiders. Then we got on the Colts side. Crosby's got, out. Yeah, apparently questionable. Well, questionable for the questionable. Night. That motherfucker's going. And all four of these are also questionable. Uh, we also got Zach Moss and Michael Pittman. If you guys saw the game, that impact on him was absolutely yes unnecessary and i'm again i'm not a very big colts fan but for the average football nfl fan watch that hit absolutely unnecessary and there might be a lot of people that saying that oh it's a pussy take no, no mpj mpj was on the way to the ground already yep. that's why he got yeah. suspended he they got even, suspended the rest yeah, of the yeah, year yeah. even oh i didn't know that i just yeah. he got immediately ejected without a shadow of a doubt they didn't even have to review it they instantly called it if you guys don't see it guess what i'm throwing it on the screen for you Watch this hit. It's completely unnecessary. That's the type of injuries that people stop playing football or end their mm-hmm. entire career. It could have messed them up entirely. You guys saw how Tua got hit. His hands all crippled up. That that was very, very scary. I really thought that was a good I didn't scare. like that. He yeah. came back for the next season, and look at him now, popping off. But again, that doesn't happen to every single NFL player. He was just lucky that it didn't turn out like that. Yeah, uh... And then I guess he is notorious for dirty hits. So that's why even if the Steelers make the playoffs this year, he's out. 
they're not they're not allowing him the regular season or the postseason. Really? Um, it was a dirty fucking hit, and you, you again you can say that oh that's not real football. Guess what? That's how the rules are now. Yes, so sir. whether you like it or not, absolutely, that was dumb as fuck to hit him like that. You lost a great back, and you know learn how to play better. You know learn how to formation tackle. Learn how to. You know, be more aware of your surroundings. I know we're saying this behind a fucking table in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, but but we'd say it. it, it but we're still going to say it. It Regardless doesn't matter. Where it is. It doesn't matter. You know. Um. So back to it. Uh. Minshew won't have a lot of choice but to roll out to his left side. Crosby is going to be crushing the right side of our line. Minshew is going to be on the roll a lot, and this is when I wish we had fucking Anthony Richardson back, man. Yeah, I will say as far as the regard, and just a little quick point. Uh-huh. Um, as far as Mike, as what you just brought up on that part, I will say Minshew is not the best runner, but I will say he's one of the best uh, uh, scrambler, and he can really get out of that pocket and get out there to possibly throw it an extra yard or two yeah. in front of him. He's definitely a good scrambler, uh, the fastest and best runner. Not so much, but he's willing to take a hit. He's willing to take a dive yeah. more than a slide, and I'll say that he's got balls for that. That's that's a really big thing in this regard, especially coming to the very end of qualifying for a playoffs. He's gonna do it. I really think the Colts will play it off, or excuse me, make it to the playoffs. Uh, the little last game against the Falcons was a bit of a choke. I really, really wish it didn't go that way. But without a shadow of a doubt, now they put themselves in that position. It was their fault, but they're gonna own it and they're gonna make a bounce back. I really, really do think that. I hope so. Um, I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. And if the Raiders want to win this game, you can't defend depend on your defense again. Yeah. Absolutely, the fuck not. You got lucky. Minshew will take the hit. He's not going to throw some bullshit up there. Exactly. Minshew will probably get intercepted at least once. Yeah. But Minshew will get fucking popped. And so will he O'Connell. just throw some bullshit. And so will O'Connell. Yeah. I mean, Aiden Aiden O'Connell. I mean, he shit to bed last week worse than a two year old with diarrhea. I mean, he just <laughs> he played fucking terrible. It was like he had a fucking tummy ache the whole game. It was a 10-man team out there for the Raiders, bro. Exactly. It really was. Exactly. That, that's a great way to put it. But this also proves the point. The defense does win games, um, and that proved itself true. So what's the final pick, my guy? Colts money line over 39 and a half. Colts money line. I will touch the Colts. Actually, no. Give me... Colts minus two and a half. Okay. They, they win it at, least at home. Field goal at home. Uh, I mean, that, I really don't think they're going to choke at their own home. The fact that this close to the playoffs and I, God, I, God, I hope they pull it off. They're going to win this. Um, whether that's more than 10 points, whatever, they're going to win by at least a field goal. So give me Colts minus two and a half. Okay. What's the um, next one you want to chitter chatter about? That, that's it, man. I just want to go ahead and hit the money lines for the game. All right, let's do it then. Let's go ahead and start off with New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Money line, who are we choosing? I got the Browns. I got the Browns. We got the Detroit Lions against the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. Miami and Baltimore. I got the Bravens. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to have to go ahead and say the Ravens. Yeah, boy. Woo! New York. Or excuse me, New York, New England Patriots against the Buffalo Bills. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. Falcons against the Bears. Give me the Bears. Give me the. (sighs) Do we know if Desmond Ritter's playing? Fuck, I don't even get. No, Desmond Ritter's back. He's. Oh, oh, he is. He's dog water. Give me the Bears. Titans against the Houston Texans. I got the Texans as long as C.J. Stroud is back with uh, Nico Collins. I think the Titans might pull this one off, but we'll see. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders against the Indianapolis Colts. I got the Colts. We got the Colts. Los Angeles Rams against the New York Giants. 
I got the Rams. I got the Rams. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers against the Washington Commanders. I got the Niners. We all got the Niners. Carolina Panthers against the Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jacks. they have to win. Give me Jacksonville. I think the Carolina Panthers have nothing else to lose, so they're going to try their ass off to beat a little shitty team. So far, that the way they're performing, give me the Carolina Panthers. Woo! That one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arizona Cardinals against the Philadelphia Eagles. I got the Eagles. I have the Eagles. Uh, New Orleans Saints against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give this me, is a tough one. Give me the Red Hot Bucks. Give me the Red Hot Bucks. I, lo- <laughs> I like them. I like them. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers against the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks pop back in beautiful fashion. I agree. I think Geno Smith and the Seahawks do pop off in a good fashion in this game. We got the Cincinnati Bengals against the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs with a big bounce back game here at home. <sighs> Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. They, they need to bounce <laughs> back. If they don't, then what are we looking at here, guys? Last, and we got uh, the Chargers against the Denver Broncos. Give me the Broncos. Give me the Chargers. I, uh, I did see a little bit about. Well, actually, actually, they're going to bench Russ. They're yes, benching you're right. Russ. You're right. I forgot. I forgot. With that being said, then give me the Chargers. I agree. Change of mind. Change of heart. Uh, <laughs> we got Green Bay Packers against the Minnesota Vikings. Give me the pack. Give me the Vikings. <laughs> I think they need to come back absolutely after that horrible loss. They were stupid for that, but we will touch on that another That's time. That's the last Sunday game. Is there Monday night football? <sighs> we are digressing to January 7th. That is indeed Monday night. We got the Buffalo Bills against Miami Dolphins. Who's at home? Uh, we got Miami. Doesn't matter. Give me the Bills. <sighs> I think the Dolphins get train wrecked, man. I think... Miami has to win this one, especially if they happen to potentially lose against the Cowboys. So I'm thinking ahead. I'm a little bit of foreshadowing in this regard. I'm going to have to go ahead and say Miami Dolphins on this one. You know what? I changed my bet. The script, actually, you know, we, we got the script for this year. So go ahead and give me the <laughs> yeah. Dolphins. I forgot we saw it. Give me the Dolphins as well. Yeah. And then that brings us back again to Houston and Indianapolis Colts as a divisional game. Let me hear from my boy first. Um, That one is going. So January both those 7th. games are for next week, my friend. Okay. Well, it's so, already here, so why not? Let's touch it. We might change our minds. We'll, we, what happens? We'll see what happens. Who's at home? We are in. Give me the Indiana. Colts. <laughs> Give me the Colts. I think the Colts pull it off, guys. I said it. We said it. They're gonna make it. They're gonna fucking make it. That was a great episode, man. Hell I had yeah, a lot of man. fun. It felt I, good to be back in the saddle. It was. I really hope you guys have a absolutely happy holidays and a happy new year. I'm sorry again we didn't get to see you guys on Merry Christmas, but we are here now and we're wishing you a late Merry Christmas and a happy New Year's. I have nothing left to say. You got me, Johnny Gamble, on All Ask Like Podcast with my homie boy. Oh, Nikki G. We are signing out, and we will catch you guys and catch you guys cashing with us. <laughs> catch you guys cashing with us. Happy Thanks New Year's. Happy we'll New see Year. you next week, y'all. Peace.